God is with us, and in God we uh, will overcome. And today we uh, celebrate the fact that God's Spirit is with us, the very, uh, the very one who helps us overcome. Every one of us will have to agree that the COVID-19 pandemic has been something else. It has been nothing like any of us have ever experienced. Well, that's the case. The pandemic has offered all sorts of new opportunities and different ways of doing. Every one of us has been stretched. In regard to the church, we agreed early on that we would be doing church differently. We've had to depend on social media and virtual worship. We've had to uh, gather for, for meetings and small groups uh, via Zoom. Here are just a couple of the groups who are meeting regularly. Personally, in regard to Zoom, I have grown awfully tired of looking at myself. In regard to social media, I never thought I would be a TikTok influencer. A couple of months ago, I had never even heard of TikTok. Over the weeks, believe it or not, we have had over 22,000 views and counting. If you want a good laugh, check them out. Some of my dancing has been uh, the longest 15 seconds of my life. You need to say thanks to the staff through all that we've been through as a church. The staff has, uh, has adjusted. They've met every challenge, every opportunity that this season has presented. Kyle Ray and the members of the various worship teams have really stepped up to the plate. Larry Smith and all those who are working uh, with him, a whole host of, uh, of individuals, immediately came to our rescue and got us online in a big way. Catherine Detweiler has been so flexible and has stepped in where needed. She has helped us stay connected. And speaking of uh, staying connected, Lisa Leonard has coached all of us in the ins and outs of Zoom. She is certainly earned her PhD in Zoomology, if there is anything of that nature. Joe Wright has been our expert, our resident expert on the, on the CARES Act and has guided us all along the way uh, in the right direction. We can be thankful for Joe. Betsy Keith, Stephen Lundy have reached out in wonderful and very uh, imaginative ways to our children and youth. Ashley Atkins has proven to be the the sort of uh, utility player we, we needed at a time such as this. She has been helpful in all sorts of ways. Diane Smith and Shelly Nivens have taken into consideration the needs of each family as well as the, the needs of each employee that support their ministries. Bob Gagne and, and Dennis Brooks and their team have, have kept the church well cleaned and sanitized. And just think of it, we are only beginning to emerge. We are living into a new day that will continue to evolve. We need your help, O oh God. And speaking of help, let's uh, read about the, the help, or shall I say, the, the helper God provides. During this weekend in which we celebrate Pentecost, let's read about the promise of, of the Holy Spirit, the very one who comes to help us. And so today we read from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 25 through 31. Let's hear this from God's Word. 
All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the, the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I'm going away, and I'm coming back to you. If you love me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. And I will not say much more to you, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me. But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exact, exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. This is God's word for God's people. And may the Lord bless us as we hear this word read. And now as we make effort to take our lives and apply them to it. Circumstances sure have a way of affecting us. The recent pandemic is testimony to that, if anything is. It's all in how we deal with those circumstances. We can, can, can let them get to us, or we can skate right on through them. We have all repeated the, the phrase down through the years, under the circumstances. Somebody will ask, how you doing? And we'll respond, not too bad, under the circumstances. Well, the circumstances haven't been all that easy, and for some, things have been downright oppressive. We've, we've had to face the prospects of, of staying at home together, of homeschooling, of, of a lack of, of child care, of, of uncertainty regarding work and, and finances. We've had to face the prospects even of our, of our own health and the, the health of our, our loved ones. For some, Dealing with these challenging circumstances has been a matter of, uh, of meeting them head on and, and moving right on through them. They simply have gritted their teeth and, and have persevered. That's not necessarily a bad thing, save for the fact that if left to our own energy, sooner or later, we are apt to, to wear out, if not give up. I've often said, God is with us regardless of our circumstance. In the good, in the not so good, God is with us. He provides for us in every way, and we do well to put our faith in Him. I like what F.B. Meyer has to say about such things. He says this, Unbelief puts our circumstances between us and God, while faith puts God between us and our circumstances. Faith puts God right in between ourselves and the very challenges that we face. God's every desire is to provide just what we need in the moment, regardless of those things we face. The power and presence of the Holy Spirit is very much a part of that provision. As we talked last week, Christ's every desire in the days leading up to his death was to lay it all out for his disciples. He, he wanted to take the opportunity to prepare them for all that was to come. Jesus knew that their way 
would not be easy. He knew that their circumstances had the potential to far outweigh their ability to deal with them. Last week, we read that great passage from John 14, verse 1, where Jesus encouraged his disciples by saying, let not your hearts be troubled, just believe. Jesus went on to, to then offer the promise of eternal life for those who so believe. Later in that same chapter, the very words that we read just a, a few moments ago, Christ offers yet another promise. He, he promised his disciples that he would not leave them void. Even though he would not be long with them, he promised that God would soon be sending the Holy Spirit in his stead. Let not your hearts be troubled, he said. Do not be afraid. He repeats that very same phrase again in this very same chapter. Let not your hearts be troubled. Jesus is serious about the, the notion of our hearts not being troubled. He wanted to get that across to his disciples. He certainly wants to get that across to us. Jesus really does care about the disposition of our hearts. Let not your hearts be troubled. As with the disciples, you and I are not alone. The Spirit of God is in our midst regardless of circumstance. God always, always stands by His people. That's the good news for the times in which we we live today. God always stands by his people. I've thought for a long time that the Holy Spirit is the present reality of God's presence in the life of the world, a present revelation of who God is and what God intends to do in his world. When we think of the, of the Holy Spirit, we think immediately of, of power, and, and quite honestly, we, we, come by that, uh, we come by that honestly. At Pentecost, God sent the Holy Spirit and birthed the church. God's power was, was evident in that day. The Spirit came in, in all power. The Spirit's coming was marked by the, the powerful rush of a, of a mighty wind. Tongues of fire rested on, on every individual who had gathered. We are now many centuries removed from that great event. And regret, regrettably, we, we find ourselves disconnected to varying degrees, but we still find ourselves disconnected from the power God so longs to bestow upon our lives through His Holy Spirit. Whenever a, a lamp goes out at home, one of the first things that we will check is whether or not that lamp is plugged in. Now, with that thought in mind, we do well to, to get connected to the very source of power God offers us in the person of the Holy Spirit so that our lights might shine. With all of that in mind, we do well to, to, to not hold on so tightly and simply let God do His thing through us to let the Spirit move in our lives to the extent that it is God who is moving rather than the very things that we intend to do. We do well not to so much rely on our own energy, 
but God's power coursing through us. God longs to move in powerful ways in each and every one of our lives. And he is able to do that because of the present revelation found in his Holy Spirit. In talking about the Holy Spirit, Jesus doesn't so much talk about power as he does presence. He talks about the the same Spirit. He just goes about things in a little bit different way. Jesus talks about the Spirit in, in four separate passages in the Gospel of John, specifically in John chapter 14, verse 6, John chapter 14, verse 26, John chapter 15, verse 26, and, and then finally in John 16, verse 7. I encourage you to read all that Jesus says about the Holy Spirit in John chapters 14 through 16. It'd be a wonderful study. There's, there's a lot of other things said there, but, but certainly a lot said about Christ's understanding of the Holy Spirit that is being sent. The Holy Spirit that, that God sends as a, as a, as a strength to, to his disciples, a strength to you and me. What Jesus says about the Holy Spirit is a word for us as we face the, the rigor of the circumstance that, that befalls us. And as we've already talked, that, that uh, circumstance is not without its challenge. Jesus talks about the Spirit in terms of, of being an advocate, a counselor, a comforter, a helper. The Greek word used here is parakletos, which is understood and, and best translated as one who walks alongside hear that, one who walks alongside. A paraclete is a, is a term that would have been used in, in legal circles. A paraclete is like a witness who testifies on behalf of an individual or an attorney who, who vigorously defends somebody. A paraclete is, is one who is called in to, to support, counted on in, in times of of, of emergency or seeks to help in the midst of, of all of life's circumstances, whether they be good or not so good. A paraclete uh, comforts and sustains, guards and guides, strengthens and supports. That's the spirit that, that Jesus talks about, one who walks alongside. We repeat it in the modern affirmation that's listed in our book of hymns. We believe in the Holy Spirit as a divine presence in our lives, whereby we are kept in perpetual remembrance of the truth of Christ and find strength and help in a time of need. Strength and help in a time of need. As we've already said, circumstances have a way of weighing us down. Sometimes circumstances seem as though they they, they come crashing in around us. For me, I like to, to take things one, one at a time. I seem to, to handle things better that way. Life, though, has a way of piling on. And, and for my, my own life, as well as for yours, we've, we've uh, sensed a sort of pile on in, the, in the, the circumstances that we have experienced over these past few weeks. I have come to know that the Holy Spirit stands to help at such times by walking along 
alongside me, helping me to make it through whatever I face. Not just one at a time, but, but all together, Christ's Spirit is with me to see me through. In a word, the Holy Spirit has helped me overcome. I have found that to be the case on numerous occasions as I have uh, traversed these days of the COVID-19 pandemic. The psalmist asks in Psalm 139, 7 through 10, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If, my, if I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. A little boy was camping with his dad uh, one night at dusk. They, they found a place to camp, and they began to, to prepare the campsite. As a part of that, the, the little boy uh, noticed a rock that he wanted to have uh, near where he and his dad would have a fire. Uh, he wanted to have a place to, to sit near the fire, and he tried to push that rock and, and was unable to do so. It was just way too heavy for him. His dad uh, weighed in. He said, use all your resources. As the kid complained, he said, I've, I've used all my resources. I, I, I've been doing that. And his dad replied, I am your resource. You haven't asked me. And with that, the dad helped the boy to move the rock. And so we've got some questions to consider. As you push against the heavy loads of life, have you asked the Holy Spirit to assist you? Have you done that recently as you've, you've experienced the challenges of the present day? As you wade through the uncertainty and challenge of this pandemic, have you sought the help of God's Spirit? As you wade through the, the loss and, and grief we talked about last week, have you asked the Holy Spirit to comfort you? As you make difficult decisions, have you asked the Holy Spirit to counsel you? And as you seek to, to make your way forward, and who of us isn't making an effort to try to make our way forward, have you sought the Holy Spirit to guide you? The Holy Spirit stands ready to help and to see you through. Peace I leave with you, says Jesus. My peace I give to you. There is a calm in the midst of the storm. Circumstances don't have to get the better of us. We will overcome. We will overcome in the power, presence, and peace of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. May God bless us all. Let's pray together. Blessed God, how we thank you for the Holy Spirit, the very power that comes to, to lift us and to strengthen us. Lord, we are thankful for the Holy Spirit, the very one who walks alongside us. We are thankful that in the Holy Spirit, 
we are able to know guidance. We are able to know strength. We are able to experience your presence. We are able to emerge stronger than ever before. Lord, thank you for the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the very one who walks alongside. And so as we uh, celebrate Pentecost, as we consider the challenges and uncertainties that we face, Lord, we pray that we lean upon the Holy Spirit. Even more so, we pray that our hearts are, are open to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill the hearts of the faithful. God, we thank you. For that you, as triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we do rejoice in your great presence, present with us even now, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God be with us all.